it's Thursday afternoon, and I have still not gotten the intro from Rofnum. So let's give him a call and see what is going on with his velvety voice. Hello. Rof. Hey, hey, man. It's, uh, it's Thursday morning, well, Thursday afternoon, and I haven't heard from you with the intro for this week's episode how you how you feeling with that rona you got man it's it's rough i can't really do much with my voice other than like this kind of stuff i i just don't feel like i can get that that good narrative intro voice out of me right now well you know i think our audience would still love that velvety voice of yours even extra deep like it is now but i understand and we'll uh will adapt, and I guess I'll have to deal with me for this week. <laughs> well, I'm, I know you can do it. Thank you for filling in for me, and uh, hopefully I'll be back next week. Yeah, keep me posted, buddy. And uh, if next week, if that that voice of yours is not ready to go, let me know, and I'll I'll have to stand in for two weeks. But I'm sure our audience will miss that voice of yours. Okay, well, I'll be spending the weekend with the clerics trying to heal my voice, so... All right, sounds good, buddy. All right. I'll talk to you later, man. Have a good one. Bye. Last week on Axes, Armor, and Amulets podcast, the party has taken to the sky with Zephyros to the town of Tribor but enemies lurk all around when the tower is visited by the Zentarum. Find out what happens next in Episode 16, Mile High Club. information to tell the party. Yep, yep. Emma has information of things that her successful, was it an insight or a history? I don't remember. Uh, what did you have me roll? I, I think it was an investigation. I think I did a straight d20. It might have been. It might have been. Yeah, it was a straight d20. It was investigation. <laughs> did you finish editing the podcast yet? Uh, you know, I don't appreciate you calling me out and recording like that, yeah. like at all. <laughs> Look, listen, listen. I've been a little busy, okay, and uh, we don't need to go into details on the recording that's going to be published for all the internet to know. All right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, DM needed. Daddy. Never mind. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> no, you didn't. Uh, yeah. Here we go. That's how we're starting off this podcast. Uh, or this episode. Oh, man. Come on. Get it out of your system. Get it out of your system. Come on. Come on. Quentin's getting lucky. Episode 16. We've got flying pussies on clouds. Let's go. <laughs> are we on 16 already? Yes, yep. we are. Yes, we are. Awesome. Yep. Time really flies, doesn't it? Four, we've been we've been recording for four months now. Four months. Nobody no got way. My That's crazy. Four months. 
<laughs> yeah, time really flies fun. when you're on a cloud. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, Daisy, you're so funny. I can't believe you came up with that joke all on your own. Uh, <laughs> 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 Sorry, <Shane. laughs> Oh, gosh. <laughs> Listen, oh if you can't steal if you can't steal your partner's jokes, why even have them? Right. <laughs> All right, you guys, you guys done roasted me now. <laughs> Maybe. Are you nice and toasty? Are you warm now? <laughs> that was the whole point. Uh, I'm pretty warm. I don't know how you guys are going to be uh, up on that cloud, <laughs> flying high at several thousand feet elevation. Have you guys and thought? It, have you guys thought about the fact that if any of you are knocked off this cloud, like it is certain death for your character? Yes, I have thought about it many times now. No, trying not to. Yeah, that's one would. thing that Og wasn't prepared for. He didn't pack a parachute, but he got everything else. <laughs> <laughs> oh shoot, grappling hook! That's what I forgot. Ah! <laughs> Don't worry, I have one. Actually, I think I might have a couple. <laughs> I wouldn't even be surprised if Og has three or four grappling hooks because that's just shake. That's just how he rolls when he plays his character. Oh no, it broke. Good thing I have my backup to my backup. <laughs> yep. Let me just grapple my second grappling hook with another grappling hook. <laughs> oh, right then. Surprise, I have grappling hooks for arms and legs. <laughs> Actually, hang on. We've been up here for a while and taken some long rest. Does Emma even have Featherfall available to her? Oh, I, I made sure to click Long Rest. Before oh, yeah. We had our Long Rest. You guys have technically yeah. had three Long Rests. Yeah, we'd been yeah. up there for uh, several days, I think. We just Long Rest, man. It was going to take so many days to travel to... Yeah. Uh, Ten, I think there, it's dead. There, yeah. Are, there are going to be some Ooh. days where things do not happen, and honestly, I plan on... You know, kind of fast-forwarding through them. I don't think we need to role-play a whole 24-hour period of you guys enjoying the view from up on top of that cloud. Mm-hmm. I mean, we could if you guys want to. I just <laughs> Only when Ice Fire Peak comes it, in view. Yes. Um. Other than that, you know, just sitting and listening to me describe what you see on top of this cloud makes for a great podcast. I could listen yeah, to you totally. any day. I agree. Uh, uh-huh. man, y'all are, y'all are like <laughs> giving me conflicting emotions. First, you're roasting me. Now you're complimenting me. Like I don't. I mean, it's just like the game. It's got ups and downs. <laughs> Honey, I could listen to you read the player's handbook. <laughs> chapter <laughs> Chapter One: Races. <laughs> All the races. <laughs> okay. Chapter two, classes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyways, we left last episode where you guys had some visitors that were coming to pay old Zephyros a little visit. And after a few uh, attempted conversation pieces and a couple of skill checks, Emma thinks that this group of people who she couldn't remember the name might be affiliated with the Zentarum. I believe Kalti is setting the mood with some music here. Uh, yes, please, 
please cue the loot ambiance romance. <laughs> it's some traveling music. It's it's upbeat. It's light. It's the kind light of music that like, makes you tap your foot, and you haven't even realized that you've started tapping your foot. Which, by the way, Quentin, Kalti is uh, keeping an eye on uh, how the uh, the other people are interacting with his music that he's playing. So if you need me to make some perception checks as we talk, let me know. Uh, are you doing anything? Is this any magical effect, or are you just playing? Nope. Just playing music um, for a good performance. Roll me. Well, let's find out if it is. Roll me a performance check. Yeah, I knew you were going to say that as soon as I said the word performance. You can do it, Kelty. Performance. That's funny. Let's see how this night starts off. Starts off okay. 19. 19. That's that's it's pretty good music. Mm-hmm. It's pretty good music. You're setting the mood quite nicely. And as you're setting the mood, Emma realizes the information that she has gleaned with her investigation from last week. Well, actually in this case it was just, you know, a couple days ago. But regardless. Uh, just a moment ago. Yeah. <laughs> just hey, a moment hey, ago. Emma, eye behind the curtain. Sorry. Emma Emma is going to sort of. She's going to look at them, and this look is going to cross her face, and she's going to try and hide that look, but she is going to quietly say to the party, "They might be Zentarum." Calto looks Daisy. Uh, Pansy is. Uh, Pansy would like to do a check to see if they remind her of any faction she knows of with his arm. Roll a... What's higher for you, investigate or history? Investigate. Roll investigate with advantage. Both of them are fives. <laughs> this rolling at advantage thing just it doesn't work for me. That's the no, second time you've you rolled with yeah. That's the second time yeah, you've advantage. rolled with the advantage and got the same row. number. <laughs> and they're both crap. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Nope. They do not. I I just must be too distracted by you know. Calty's music is just it's really taking you to places. Hmm. Like I'm on a cloud and it's music school. <laughs> and Rhea make a history check to see if she recalls anything of Zentarum from her time in the Order of the Gauntlet. Um Sure. Uh thirteen. <sighs> uh nope. Uh with a thirteen you're not gonna gleam anything. Okay. okay. Kelty would like to make another little side eye check, see how the uh, others are responding. Perception roll. Oh, you're talking about them? Yeah. I mean, they're over there. I mean, they're over there talking amongst themselves, and it looks like some of them might actually be like listening to the music, maybe even enjoying it a little bit. But whatever they are discussing, they're in their own little world. That's fine. That's fine. He keeps playing. I would pipe up and say, uh, perhaps we should hide the ring from 
the Snake Seven that we have. That's a good. They're idea. not the. S- yeah. Sorry. Go ahead, Pansy. Because didn't Daisy take a ring from one of the from uh, Zoltan? Yeah, I couldn't think what that guy's name was. <laughs> yeah, had a problem with that a few episodes ago. <laughs> um, because you know if. If they see that we have a ring, they're going to ask us where it came from, and then you know yeah, they might have heard from, through the grapevine that somebody killed them, you know, and and there was the one that got away. Yeah, I agree. In a situation where we can't exactly run away, so yeah, <laughs> I, I say we just mentally prepare ourselves for battle and rather bash their heads in. Yeah, classic for Emma. So you, so you guys, <laughs> <Pretty much. laughs> so you guys are not going going to approach with the information at hand. Um, Kathy's gonna What's whisper. The point? In what, they clearly don't want to talk to us. He's gonna say, "Let me let me try something, and then m- maybe we take a more direct approach if if the subtle approach doesn't work." What do you guys think? Okay, um, uh, stay here. Weren't we told that the snake was the Zentarum up north in Neverwinter? Uh, the last information uh, Morak told you, the last information he heard is that the snake was headed from uh, Waterdeep to Neverwinter, but they didn't know which route he was taking or if that was his destination. Just it was that direction. Yeah, okay. Okay. Pansy's gonna say to uh, uh wow. Pansy's <laughs> gonna say Have you been to drinking? Pansy. <laughs> uh, let's. Uh, yeah. Um, Calty's gonna say to Pansy, "Hey, follow my lead," and then he's going to shout or say as loudly as he needs to for those on the other side of the cloud to hear he's going to say uh, friends uh, we need not uh, be di- so distant we're all on the same cloud as and under the same host come enjoy some you know some songs rest a bit you must be tired you've been flying for some time I assume come enjoy yourself Pansy's gonna motion motion towards them, like, you know, wave them over and kind of dance around in the music. Yes, come join us. Two questions. Pansy, are you mm-hmm. hiding the ring that you got from Zoltan, or are you wearing it? It is in my bag. Okay. Calty, make me a persuasion check. Okay. Persuasion... Let's go for another good roll. 21. Pansy is also persuading. Roll a uh, roll, roll a d20 to see. Oh, well, roll a persuasion check. And if you roll higher than a 10, I'll say you assist. Pansy can persuade me of most things. Oh, okay. So uh, I'll say you assisted, so that'll be a plus two 
for a 23. Okay. Um, of the nine of them, four of them come over. One of which is one of the two that you saw talking with Zephyros. Yes. <clears throat> and they don't look like they're coming over for, like, merriment. This is more of, like, they're kind of coming over to, to kind of see what the commotion is, you know? Does that make mm-hmm. sense? Like, they mm-hmm. don't look like they're coming over to drink beer with you and have a good time. It's more like, uh, all right, let's go see what they want. Mm-hmm. Perfect. That's fine. And so they uh, they walk over, <clears throat> and uh, one of them, her name, oh, she hasn't introduced herself. Never mind. Uh, you hear this feminine voice come from one of these, you know, uh, black studded leather and like this steel cowl that kind of gives them a a feline appearance. A feminine voice comes from her and she says, Okay, you have attempted to engage with us before. You are now inviting us to come and join the merriment. And you are right. We are both guests of the same host. But I get the feeling you are not just looking for additional company. What is it that you want? Company is always an interesting thing. Um, I Sometimes you can have too much. Sometimes you can have too little. But uh, I think right now we have the perfect amount with you included. Um, so, you know, it doesn't have to be an ulterior motive for anything. We just simply want to, you know, if we're going to... Who knows how long... Our host will unfortunately make you wait. Uh, I, he, as I understand, he's a scholar, and scholars can take quite a bit of time. We might as well get to know each other. I'm Calty. I'm a bard. Uh, These are my friends. Calty, I am about to roll a insight check on you. That's fair. And that's fair. Depending on what my insight is, of course, like. If I roll high enough, I actually want to know why you're trying to get them to come over. Yep, that's fine. Alright. I rolled for a total of 19. Ooh. Which I think would at least gleam me whether you're being honest or not about just looking for company. I mean, I don't want to speak for the whole party, but we're definitely looking for more than just company, right guys? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We're def- yeah, we're definitely not just looking for company. She she looks at you, and you kind of see these very deep green eyes, like kind of narrow at you slightly, Kalti. All she says is, listen, I don't know what kind of game you are getting on about. We have come to speak with the master of this cloud, and we have done so. If you're looking for trouble while we wait, we can give you trouble. And if you're looking to just sit and enjoy yourself on this cloud and enjoy the view, then you can sit over here, and we'll sit over there. Well, I am always looking for a certain kind of trouble with somebody with such beautiful eyes. But if you don't wish to join us, that's perfectly fine. 
Pansy's going to uh, kind of bend in between them like um, he gets very excitable. Uh, I'll do a bow <laughs> behind her. What, what better to do when traveling than get to know your companions? Are you, are you from around here? Do you come to this cloud often? I love it. And then is looking <coughs> are, elsewhere at are, the moment. Are you and this feminine person is looking at you, Pansy? Mm-hmm. Are you hard of hearing by chance? <laughs> oh my god. Oh dear. No. I to fight nine people. <laughs> <laughs> I know that. Uh, so, so this person just kind of looks at all of you. We're going to go back to the rest of our companions. Next time, if you want to engage in this little battle of wits and words, don't bother. Next time, we'll use swords. Holding back and the they, numerous amounts of innuendo I can use? I mean, are you holding them back or like, are. I mean, because you could say them. I might have a low-ish wisdom, uh, a literal zero for wisdom, but <laughs> I'm going to use some wisdom. These four you know, turn I around. I learned when to keep her mouth shut. And they start to walk back to the rest of the group. That did not work, guys. Yeah, they don't seem very friendly. No. I mean, did you expect them to be? Well... Perhaps. The Zentarum are supposed to be friendly, but none I've met seem to be. Yeah, they seem to be prickly. This world is much too large for a simple bugbear. I know nothing beyond my cave and my forest and the small tribe of goblins I was with. So this is fairly new to me. Grandma's going to pat Og's shoulder. Kelsey's going to give him a, a quizzical look and say, What are you looking for, Og? Why are you out here with us. If that's not too much prying, but if that's all you want, why not go back to it? I don't believe I have a reason to go back as uh, I have been told I am not wanted by them. So I will travel with a new tribe and see where this leads. Kelty's going to smile and say, I love being a part of your new tribe. Been a while since I've had to look up to somebody. (laughs) I I do have another thing. Um, when When I was doing my shopping, I bought five pieces of chalk, one for each of the party members. So you would probably hand those out. Oh. Oh, gifts from Og. Oh, he's opening them up. Oh my gosh, it's happening. Oh, it's happening. I love it. I know it is It is only a simple piece of chalk, but it may come in handy with signals or if we get separated. We shall come up with a symbol or some sort of way to notify each other. That's a great idea. Thank you, Og. Thanks. Thanks, big guy. All right. Are you guys going to do anything else to attempt to glean information or harass this group of people who are sharing the cloud with you? Mm. Nope. Good. Before I die. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's, mm, there's no reason to harass them. Yep, and I'm a little bit less, worried about their plan. The yeah, yeah, I know that's that's 
Okay. All right. What do you guys think? Yeah. Uh, really kind of enjoying the cloud. Don't feel like fighting on it. I mean, logically, Long we got 15, 15 minutes passed, passed since Zephyros went back into the tower. Uh-huh. And then half an hour. And then 45 minutes. And then an hour. Should we check on him? We're not supposed to go past at, the first floor. At that hour mark, Zephyros comes back out of the tower. And he looks rather upset. And he, store, I mean, just walks right past you guys. Not, not quite pouting, but walking with a purpose. And, you know, when a 19-foot tall creature does that, it's... You know, makes a little bit of a ruckus and is noticeable. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and he walks up and you guys, even without a perception check, can hear him like almost scolding this group of people. Dang. And you hear, it's kind of hard to hear some of his words just with the wind and the distance and all of that stuff. But you hear him uh, essentially say, I will never work with someone like that or someone like you. It is time for you to leave. Uh-oh. Get ready, guys. We'll Rhea back him up. up. Emma and Rhea and Log. You guys, gonna... you guys hear the one who identified himself as Amarath almost laugh in like this weird almost insanity tone as he says to Zephyros that he is a foolish and short-sighted giant who will rue this decision. Not if we have anything to say. And the members of this organization begin to get back onto their vultures and leave. Oof. Zephyros walks back towards the tower. Yeah, we didn't like them either. Oh, they, they've thrown in their lot with a creature that is of no good, not to to them, to me, to you, to nobody. Damn madmen. And he, like, tosses the bag. Remember the bag that they gave to Zephyros when they first showed up? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. He tosses it to you guys and just says, They offered me pixie dust as a, at least a token that I would look into what they were offering. And while what they were offering was straight garbage, I say, this what? item, of course, might assist you. I don't even know what pixie dust does. It is, it is <laughs> ten charges of pixie dust. Which has several magical effects. So we'll go over that off air. That way not everyone needs to hear it. But basically when you use it, you roll a D100 and hope for the best. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. If yes. you believe when you fly. Is one of those D100s a parachute? Uh, well, since <laughs> you guys are asking, fall. since you guys are asking, uh, a roll of 0, 01 to 70, you gain a flying speed of 60 feet for 10 minutes. A 71 to 80, a creature sprinkled with this dust must succeed on a DC 11 constitution saving throw or fall unconscious for one minute. The creature awakens if it takes damage, of course. 
Uh, 81 to 90, the creature sprinkled with dust must succeed on a DC 11 wisdom saving throw or be affected by confusion. 91 to 100, the creature sprinkled with dust becomes invisible for one hour. Any equipment it is wearing or carrying is invisible as long as it is on the creature. The effect ends on the creature if it attacks, deal any damage, or casts a spell. So it has, has some good things, has some bad things. Andy, you had a question? I was saying, if, if we believe, and we fly... <laughs> can touch I believe guy. I can fly. I believe... Jingle oh, let bells. me do it in uh, Zephyros' voice. I believe I can touch the sky. But we are touching the sky. Be quiet, Lioness. <laughs> Careful, I'll ask him to join my troop. <laughs> Emma wants to know if he can tell us more about who they're working for. Yeah. These people told me that they were an organization called the Howling Hatred, and that they worked for a creature known as Yan Bin. Yan Bin is a evil air elemental, and I only discovered that after my research, when I went in and and discussed with the beings in which I commune with, as well as using the many books and tomes of, of things I have studied. Yan Bin wishes to take back control of the sky from creatures and beings such as I and you. Huh. It also mentioned they were part of an organization called the Zentarum. They did not tell me that. They just mm. said that they were... Part of the Howling Hatred. I should have known from just the name, but I tried not to take too much stock into what small folk name themselves. Fair. Hey guys, do you remember when we first stepped into Nightstone, we saw those giant boulders? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they looked like they were either thrown or maybe dropped, and that one of the guards said he saw a flying castle. Mm-hmm. And Do they you know were the guys. Perhaps it was them that did the attacking. Sephiroth, do you know of any others that have castles on clouds like you? Oh, of course. As cloud giants, it is one of the namesakes of our heritage. Uh, there are many, many castles, not only towers like mine, but castles. In the skies. Hmm. Do any of them like to throw boulders? Uh, well, some of them can, in fact, be armed with siege weaponry and other contraptions in which to cause harm, but uh, uh, none that I know that have planned on moving against the small folk. Right. Do you think this Yan Bin has a cloud? That I, that I do not know, but I can tell you this. Yan Bin sounds like a straight douche. <laughs> is that... Is that, oh is, is, is that how the kids say it nowadays? Uh, trying to stay yeah. hip. Yeah. Yeah. You're doing an amazing job. <laughs> You've got the language down. Oh, that's good to know, homie. Uh, I made I made one joke last session, and I think I I just kind of we're gonna stick with it with this cloud giant. I think he's gonna be I, a. I, I'm liking it. 
Uh, Og is going to uh, peek out of one of the arrow slits and try to see if he can spot the forest through all the clouds whizzing by and kind of, like, put his hand on the wall. Uh, well, every, everyone is still outside. Zephyros has not okay. walked all the way back in. Gotcha. So, yeah, you can see, you can see, like I said He's, last time we played, I mean, you can see forest and plains and mountains and the, the ocean so far that the ocean almost melds into the sky. Yeah, Og's, Og's going to be looking at all that stuff, and he's just going to sigh to himself and kind of walk back into the uh, the tower. Well, what's mm-hmm. what's Og thinking? Sounds like Og's got a well, lot on his mind. Yeah, well, like I said, you know, he's he's a simple bugbear that just kind of, you know, he, the forest and the cave, and, like, now he's up in the sky, and there's all these other people that he's never seen before, and a 19-foot-tall old guy, and, <laughs> you know? Yeah. He, he just... He kind of doesn't know, you know, heads from tails right now. He's just kind of up there beside himself and kind of, you know, he's along for the ride, I guess, literally, because we're on a cloud. <laughs> well, and, and, and Og's dealt with a lot of stuff, too. I mean, a lot of Og's, um, you know, uh, drama, trauma, maybe one of the two, maybe a combination of the two uh, happened trauma, drama. before the campaign like he was betrayed and he was sold and he was treated like an animal and mm-hmm. you know then to find out that your own idea to get freedom might have been sullied you know yeah like it was somebody else's idea to let me go you know like I wouldn't know that it was a whole big thing you know I guess that makes sense alright well Zephyros, unless anyone else in the party wants to talk to Zephyros, Zephyros also heads back into the tower and heads up to... Uh, actually, you know what? I think I think day three is a, a good day to introduce this. Um, Does he have a puppy? Uh, no, actually, we're not going to do it on day three. We'll do it another day. Don't worry about it. I'm going to play with a cloud puppy. The next... Well, let me roll my dice to see how many days are uneventful. <laughs> One. Yeah. You guys have another very boring three days. What are you guys doing over the course of those three days? You guys just getting to know each other? Are you just enjoying the view? I spar with somebody. Ooh. Sure. Rhea will spar with Emma. Okay. I'm not going to make you guys roll or attack or anything like that. We'll say that both of you as war clerics. Going through the exercises and, you know. Yeah. Where are you sparring? In the tower? Or on the cloud? In the tower, because Emma doesn't yeah. really want to accidentally go overboard. Okay. <laughs> Where's everyone else at? Watching. I think Og would be kind of watching, but kind of, like, taking stock of his equipment and stuff, because, like, you know, he prepared for, like, a forest traveling deal, and, like, you know, he's making sure that he didn't forget anything. <laughs> okay. Pansy would uh, be outside and definitely enjoying the view but also looking around for their incoming unexpected company okay that kind of thing awesome uh are you guys taking the same order of watches now six days into your travel probably yeah Yeah. okay who is the middle watch second watch uh that is Rhea and Kalti Mm-hmm. Rhea and Kalti, where are you guys 
standing watch. Are you in the tower or are you out on the cloud? I think out on the cloud, maybe. Yeah, definitely. Best I'd, way to keep watch. In that case, I need both of you to roll me perception checks. At night? Sweet. At night. No, there's second, second watch. There's second watch. That's in the middle of the night. That is in the oh. middle of the night. I don't know why I was thinking it was backwards. Eight. Oh, mm, nine. Oof. Let's see. Perception. Nineteen. Okay. <clears throat> Kalti, you hear nothing. It's just the wind blasting your ears out there in the cloud, you know, but you don't hear anything else. That makes sense. Maria, you think you hear something over the roaring of the wind, but with a 19, you have no idea what it is. Uh, Rhea's ears are going to do like that little twitch that a cat does uh, when something uh, kind of piques their interest. Uh, do you say or do anything? Uh, Rhea's going to look up towards the stars. I'm assuming there's stars out. Mm-hmm. To see if she can see anything or pick up a direction of what she might have possibly heard. Roll a perception check. Uh, 20. You don't see anything. You don't see anything. And you still, you just, you hear something that's not the wind, but because of the wind, you have no idea what it is. Does that make sense? Like, after Mm -hmm. spending six days on this cloud, you can kind of tell what the sound of the wind is, but there's something else, but you don't know what it is. Kelty. Yes. Something resides beyond the wind. What do you think it is? I don't know. Uh-oh. Should we rouse the others? Not you... yet. Okay. Are you guys remaining outside the tower? Rhea will. Calty will as well. Okay. I need you both, after about... Five to ten minutes of this, Rhea. You guys have both committed to staying outside of the tower. I need both of you to roll me another perception check. <clears throat> okay. Uh, oh, natural 20s. Natural 20. For a total of 23. Uh, 14. Rhea. That sound continues to linger and you hear it every now and then and you're not really a hundred percent sure what it is until all of a sudden and appearing from below the cloud immediately to your left looking off into the world that is that you can't see because you know, it's pitch black in the middle of the night. You have dark vision 60 feet. You mm-hmm. see the head of a silver dragon. <gasps> Go wake the others. Uh, Kalti dashes into the into the tower. Kalti, right. it's a dragon. It's a dragon. And she's saying this like 
quiet. That dragon, it flies straight up and pauses for a moment at the cloud as if it's going to land on it. And then it flies out of your vision. Kelty would not have seen that because he was inside. Correct. Right. Okay. So I'm still rousing the others. What? What's going on? Did my watch already? No, no. There's a te- there was a there's a dragon outside. What? I was yeah. awake. He's shaking Og. He's shaking Pansy. There's a dragon. There's a dragon. Guys, we gotta get up. I don't know what it wants. I don't, it was silver. Let's go. Silver dragon? Do any of us understand what the colors of the dragons mean? I'll let you guys roll arcana checks. Okay. What is my arcana? Mm, nothing. I've got nothing for arcana. I'm gonna try. Plus one. It's gonna do anything. Nat 19! Seventeen. Okay. 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 Nine. Nine. <laughs> okay. For those that got fifteen, for those that got fifteen or higher, you guys know that silver dragons are normally of a good alignment. Don't bring giant slayer into this, okay? <laughs> <laughs> what do you guys do? That are in that are in the tower. What are you guys doing? I'm just gonna go outside because, like, seeing a dragon. Okay. Emma's out the door first. Um. Pansy can't see in the dark, so she's gonna stay inside. Pansy stays inside. Um, Og would probably stand in the doorway. He wouldn't approach outside. Kaltia rushed back outside with, uh, behind Emma. Okay. Rhea, what are you doing? Rhea is keeping watch uh, for that dragon if it comes back in this direction. Okay. And looking in the direction where it flew off. Alright. Og. You get this feeling. This unsettling feeling. Because of your alert feet. Oh yeah, I forgot I had that. That (laughs) something... (laughs) That something is about to happen. You don't know what, but something doesn't feel right. I think that he would uh, grab his bow and say, uh, be on guard. I'm having a... Not a panic attack yet. (laughs) (laughs) I got a bad feeling about this. Wicked this way comes. We should be ready to defend ourselves just in case. Right. I just picture a bugbear having a panic attack on a cloud. (laughs) (laughs) Into a paper bag. (laughs) (laughs) Did you get a paper bag? (laughs) Here, breathe into the haversack. (laughs) I I have um, a backpack. Does that work? Yes. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> draws rapiers. Uh, um. da, 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 da. Hold, please. There is. Og, make me a perception check. 
Mm. I don't get advantage with the alert feet for perception, do I? No. 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 Alright, well, that's a plus one. Five. <laughs> okay. Pansy, because you're in the tower, I also need you to roll a perception check. Come on, Pansy, perceive. Twelve. Twelve is, in fact, high enough. As Og is talking about how he's got an unsettling feeling, you see wisps, wisp, wow, that was, wisps, you see, (laughs) you see wisps of what looks like, of like, cloud come into the tower and then and then another and another and they actually look like they're headed up the stairs of the tower oh no air elementals and they're going for Zephyros I'm I'm gonna scream we've got company in here and I'm gonna go up the stairs yelling for Zephyrus to wake up. Go. Go. And Emma's gonna run back inside. Like, with a so Pansy much is, the dragon. Pansy's raising hell. Like, the alarm, basically. She's screaming. Og would uh, draw his bow. Everyone, you've already drew, drew your bow. And as you guys oh, yeah. come into the tower, you guys can all now see. <laughs> draw the second bow. You guys can all see these wisps of clouds trying to, like, go up the stairs of this tower. Oh, somebody raised Zephyros. Oh, yeah, Pansy, mean, Pansy's headed up there, but is okay. are you guys just watching them go up the stairs as they go five How feet up the stairs? The I think Og would probably uh, ready Ten feet up the stairs. And sh- I'm going to cast Hunter's oh, Mark on one pa- and shoot uh, at it. Pansy, you're going to wake up Zephyros. Okay. Emma's storming behind. Pansy, what do you think we should do? 20 feet. You get to Zephyros. You wake him up. Og's going to shoot an arrow at one of the uh, cloud wisps. Make your attack roll. There's air elementals coming into the tower. That's plus six. No, I I have the archery racer, so it's plus eight. It's been a while since you've made an attack, huh? 23. Roll your, roll your damage. Oh, man. Um, I'm gonna do... Well, we're not technically in... Can I use my, my uh, surprise attack? Oh, I, I, I would say you have... You've got, you got the jump on him. Gotcha. Uh, 13 points of damage. Okay. Oh, that's not... Whoa, that's not that stat block. Okay, let's try that again. <laughs> the words the players never want to hear. I know, he was probably <laughs> looking at a freaking t- Tarask or something. It did sound like he's going to the lesser stat block, for which I am grateful. Yeah, uh, yeah, I pulled that one up and I was like, oh, that's, that's not... That's not right. So, so I the did. party tries to attack the giants. 
I did hit the one that was at the top of the stairs, correct? Yeah. Were they in a straight line? Like they were. Or did I they do? were kind of. I well, I mean, if you want to cast a spell with it, you're absolutely welcome to. They're all kind of going up, kind of at an angle a little bit to go up the stairs. But I'll I'll say it's a straight line. Sure, I'll be generous. All right. Um. So. Well, that's only thirty feet long, anyway. How far away are they? <laughs> oh, it, they were in a line about thirty feet. Cool. Um, I'm gonna do a. What? Yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm gonna do a uh, piercing arrow. So I need uh, all of them to make a dexterity saving throw. DC twelve. Uh, ooh, they all have advantage on it, too. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to roll this because I mean, it's going to take a lot of freaking, so we're going to do... Uh, there we go. That's better. 19, 15, 19, 12, 18, 4. So the 4 fails. Yeah, so the 4 fails. It's going to take an extra one. It says, uh, creature takes damage from the arrow plus 1d6 extra piercing damage. Half on a success. Nice. All right, roll, roll that damage. Three. <laughs> on top of the other, what was the other damage? Thirteen. Okay. It was thirteen. Okay, so all of them take damage, and because all of them take damage, now standing in front of you, on the stairs, are six dwarven warriors. What? And you hear them yell, All these small folk are with the giants! Get up! Get the navigation orb! And we'll see you next week. I knew it. No! It's a shorter one, but that was such a good spot. Yeah. Thank you.